Welcome to the second episode of our Next Gen Legal Solution Index podcast, hosted by me, Barbara Hamilton Bruce, and featuring Andy Hartwell, our Simmons and Simmons Global Business Strategist. To recap, we launched the results of the Next Gen Legal Solutions Index on the 18th of May. The aim of the research was to lift the lid on the challenges facing in-house legal teams across multiple sectors, understand expectations of the services provided by the law firms they hire, gain insights into staffing and their use of data. We surveyed 511 general counsels in UK firms with domestic and international presence. Andy, the second question focused on the relative importance of law firm services and the link to the success of a GC's legal operations. When reporting, we've used net importance, which is net importance minus net not important. In descending order of net importance, are you following me, Andy? GCs shared the important contribution of flexible resourcing at 54%, advice on data, 50%, change management, 47%, individual lawyers, 46%, subscription products at 44%. So over to you, Andy. You've taken a closer look at the data. Can you tell us more about what you found? Are there any survey participants who have a particular concerns on flexible resourcing? Thank you, Barbara. And as you say, flexible resourcing was seen as hugely important to the success of a GC's legal function across the whole sample of our survey. And that's no surprise, uh, perhaps, given the pace of change and the degree of restructuring that's underway in the world. But the drivers of that are a highly nuanced group of different demographics. It's super important, for example, for companies employing the greatest number of employees and important for mid-tier companies by their annual turnover, those in the range 100 to 500 million sterling. But it's not so important for the very largest companies. At sector level, the asset management sector was by far the most demanding for resource flexibility. I imagine the relative importance of advice on data should be no surprise from what you're seeing in the market, Andy. Is there a section of the survey population that plays particular importance on advice? Uh, indeed, Barbara, no surprise uh, in this era of digitalization and AI, and perhaps in particular the demands for data arising from the need to demonstrate compliance with burgeoning ESG regulations. No surprise either then, especially from that ESG compliance perspective, that the asset management sector is in the vanguard on the need for advice on data. And perhaps no surprise either that the TMT sector is the least concerned. In other demographics, the standouts are again pretty nuanced, as we saw earlier. So companies with the greatest numbers of employees attach the greatest importance to advice on data. But when it came to companies grouped by the size of their annual revenues, it was the smallest which put their hand up. So it's a curious picture, Barbara. Companies with a large number of employees want that advice, maybe reflecting the need for internal staff-related matters. But it's the smallest revenue companies who share that need, perhaps reflecting their smaller resource base from which to fund an in-house capability. And so finally, for this podcast, let's take a look at the third ranking, change management. 
I'm not at all surprised to see this featuring as an important theme for GCs. We know that enterprise-wide transformation is difficult, with McKinsey and others estimating that less than a third of transformation achieves their goal and sustained improvements over time. But that's just the big change, not the everyday change. So what are you seeing in the data? Well, that McKinsey estimate is interesting, Barbara. In effect, it says that while many see the need for change, especially in the current business environment shaped by COVID, the Ukraine war and AI, to name but a few, many fewer actually see sustained improvement over time. It's a bit like the hunt for productivity improvement. We all agree the need, but that hasn't stopped productivity flatlining in the major Western economies pretty much since the global financial crisis, and that's 15 years ago. And we're certainly seeing the first element of that conundrum in the responses to our survey question on transformation and change management. So a net almost 50% of the panel agrees that it's important, and with a couple of exceptions, they agree to a similar extent across all of the demographics. The spread in the answers is a little smaller than for the other questions. The exceptions, again, are companies with the largest numbers of employees, over 500, who show the strongest agreement with the premise of the question. And on the flip side, the TMT sector, which shows the smallest degree of agreement. So maybe again, in a world where change seems to be the only constant, the largest companies by number of employees attach the greatest importance to the need for change management whereas the TMT sector attaches the least importance, perhaps because it is typically in the vanguard of change and likely then to be operationally geared towards delivering it. Elsewhere, among the more modest standouts, is the much greater importance attached to change management by females than by their male counterparts. In fact, of all the factors considered in this part of the survey, change management was the area of greatest importance as seen by female respondents. Thank you so much, Andy, for your time today. And for those who want to find more out about the survey and its results, please pop over to Simmons' website and search NextGen Solutions Index. We have more podcasts in this series coming the listeners' way. But for now, Andy, my takeaway from the first two podcasts is a reflection on why it might be that the women are more likely than men to be more concerned about lack of specialist knowledge in their external counsel and attach more importance to change management generally. The next podcast uncovers more outputs from the survey, namely Flexible Resourcing with Sarah James, our partner and global head of Adaptive. Thank you to our listeners.